0: Welcome back to Tuna... Oh, you bastard. Uh, if you listen to last week's episode, you'll know that I... It's a solo gym episode. You'll know that I fell. Um, fell in the street as an adult. I've completely fucked up my neck, my shoulder, my back. It really is an unwanted look into what getting older is going to be like. You know, time was, I would fall over in the street next day wouldn't give a fuck, now I'm like, now I'm feeling it, you know, my muscles, I'm getting weak, I'm deteriorating, anyway, it's a pleasure to be here, second of my two solo episodes, I hope you guys are doing well, Um, what is there to say, really, Um, not much, so let's just crack on with the sponsors for this week, shall we? Um, apologies for um, fucking up the that, that keyboard bit there I kind of got it, I kind of worked it out something vaguely similar but it didn't quite send right and uh, yeah, I said in the podcast at the start of the year, one of my New Year's resolutions was to learn the keyboard and then play the piano in the central station and I can tell you as of 24th of May a long way off Long may that piano be out of commission. That's all I've got to fucking say on the matter. Although, as you can tell from that, I've clearly got an instinctive flair for it, so... I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure nobody will remember or give a shit. And uh, Oh, another thing I want to apologise for was in last week, but for me it was yesterday, but last week, to you, if you're listening to it a week away from now, in the previous episode, I was talking about like kind of making wee jokes about Liam Neagle's voice, and as you can clearly tell, I I can't speak. I mean, I genuinely do sound like I've just woken up from a coma and don't know what's going on. I just I speak so rapidly in these solo ones, and you're probably sick of hearing me talking about the solo ones. But I listened back to yesterday slash last week's episode, and I was like, God, you're just you're so out of breath, and you're talking so quickly. What are you afraid of? I just don't know. It just gets lodged in my throat. Very very odd. So Google and Liam both have much more coherent, beautiful voices than I, and uh, they're they're just swell guys. And you know something, I miss them. Anyway, so on to the spot. On to the sponsors for this week. Oh. Oh, apologies for that. Aye. So the sponsors for this week are... Terrence and Hyde's Anonymous Threat Service. Have you ever wanted to strike fear into the hearts of your enemies? Do you also highly value your privacy? Then we can help you out. We have over one year of experience in the subtle art of shitting up your rivals. Someone at work been parked in your space? Wish you could put a dead raccoon in their fridge. We got you covered. Does your neighbour, like early 2000s, garage pop? If I wanted to write I hate my parents in blood on your neighbour's children's homework, guess who can get that arranged? That's right, Terrence and Hyde's anonymous threat service. Spreading fear the old-fashioned way. Well, that is a tremendous service, you know. If you like that sort of thing. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure we can all... We can all empathise with wanting to threaten people who may have done us wrong. I still think about one of the cleaners from Tesco that I worked in maybe over ten years ago now would open the door just enough for her to get through and never hold the door open for anyone and you know I've not to bring the tone down but I've been like jumped and beaten up in the street and I hate those guys less than that cleaner it'd be good to just put some fucking blood in that mop bucket or something you know what I mean just get her framed for something now, an anonymous framing service. Oh, it'd be hard to advertise, wouldn't it? No, there's a joke in there, isn't there? About a framing service. Uh, people take their pictures to get framed, but then they end up being accused of murder. There's something there. There's something there for sure. Um. Yeah. Anyway, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the album recommendation of the week is usually different this, but if this is your first episode of Tune About you're very welcome but it's usually different uh, unless you like this sort of thing in which case it's exactly like this right so the album recommendation of the week is relevant to next week's episode actually um, the album is Palpitant Palpitante, uh by a French band called Film Noir uh, from 2022 and this is relevant to what Dougal's episode is going to be Uh, So I'm doing two solo episodes Dougal's doing two, Liam's doing two uh, And the first one of Dougal's is Going to be chronicling what's happening this week So it was his idea He suggested that we find an album And That he has to listen to At least once a day And also whenever he would normally be listening to music or podcasts He could only listen to the one album And then I think I suggested Why don't we do a wee playlist which I kind of, I'm regretting now, because the boy's suffering. <laughs> he was putting it into the the Tunebook chat today. What was it? Just want to get this exactly right. Yeah, 9 o'clock this morning. Oh, this playlist is starting to sour my daily mood quite a lot. <laughs> and now the thing is, else, uh, Liam chose five tracks, I chose five tracks and we we were trying to, you know, give him ways to get, getting out of it, we were saying listen, you could like skip a track each day you know, if there's one that you really don't want to listen to that day you could skip it or like turn the volume right down to 1% and that would still count but he was like, no, 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 it's 100% or nothing and I'm listening to this and only this so that alright, fair enough and um, I'm going to be writing a prepared statement that was going to read out about why I chose the songs that I did so I'm not going to go through them all because he will go through them all um, in the next episode. But I, but in general, I did try and just like my the, the phrase I used was I wanted to let him into my little world a little bit. So like for instance, uh, from War, I kind of like a lot of these kind of French indie bands at the moment, and uh, there's another sort of eight minute long track by Giles Corey. No one is ever gonna want me. And yes, it doesn't need to be eight minutes long, but it's got this incredible atmosphere to it. I just kind of—I don't know. I just find it quite inspiring. You know what I mean? So, and then I also put in a song called um, "Walk Like a Panther" by The All Seeing Eye, which is, which should be like—it w- w- does have a melody and it is catchy. But I imagine that's one that's gonna, that's gonna great. And I feel bad. But he wanted this. This was his idea. So um, I know he won't be listening to this. Because he's not allowed to listen to this. (laughs) Until it's over. Although by the time this comes out. He will have heard it. Anyway. By the time this comes out. He'll be able to listen to it. But um, yeah. I wish you luck buddy. I seriously do. But anyway. Palpitant, Film Noir. Then the song that's in the playlist is called Narcisse. And I'm sure you're going to hear more about that. But I wouldn't recommend to go listen to that, that album. I'm pretty sure that band is out the window. You know, you might just say, "No, that you know, film noir are absolutely shit." Well, I'll be the judge of that. I think. What else was there? Oh yeah, I had one thing I was going to talk about. Yeah, uh, before we get into the into the, the main body of the episode, and that is, I'm pretty sure. Brayhead Shopping Centre has ghosts. Now, let me explain. Now, I work as a cleaner in one of the restaurants in Brayhead. And every morning, there's these two couples. Now, now one of them, I think, it is a mother and son, but they could be a couple. But they come into the Brayhead Shopping Centre every single day. And they have coffee. And they talk. But the thing is, I think one couple could maybe work near there, possibly. Although there's, there's not, like, any offices or anything like that. I don't, I don't know. But they always come in. And then there's this other couple that are there, and apparently they're there on... Actually, I don't work weekends, so apparently they're there Friday and, uh, Saturday and Sunday as well. And it's just... There's something really, really creepy about it. Because the other couple, they can't be on their way to work or whatever. But they must work. They must do something. I don't know. It's just... It's just it's one of those things that starts to know you you know you work somewhere for for long enough you just start to notice these little things and I was like why the fuck are you here every single fucking day and I don't know whether the other couple like, because one of them looks like it could be mother and son as I say but like maybe they are a couple but it's weird and he's like kind of oddly intense but very kind of confident I've never spoken to them I'm just convinced that they're ghosts that have, like, their spirits have been trapped there. Like, maybe they died in the shopping center somehow. You know what I mean? It's the only thing that makes sense. It's creepy. Maybe I've just been watching too many horror films. I don't know. Anyway, so what I thought I would do. <laughs> now let's let's avoid the overthinking, Jimmy. Let's avoid the worrying. What was it? And he said you don't want to shoot the horse that you're on in the head before you even got on it. I'm sure that's what he said. Anyway, so the plan for this uh, this week's episode was that I would read out some of the emails that you sent to mrtunaboot at gmail.com if you want to get in touch about anything, episode ideas, just random crap. Most of this is just random crap. Um, Also want to apologise to Marjorie Flamps. Um, soon as the episode dropped yesterday, it is six o'clock, Tuesdays. As soon as the episode dropped, she gave me a phone to say why did you release that chapter? That was just an early draft for you to read. The the book hasn't even got a name yet. It's you know, or a release date or anything. We're just in early stages of why did you read it out? So apologies to Marjorie for that. I that's probably why it was kind of incoherent. You know, it wasn't anything to do with my reading skills. Which you're about to see are stellar so yeah, i got a couple of emails here selected, thank you very much for your correspondence the first one is from Erin Mankel's Cullen Skink and Break Fluid which was the sponsor on the Owl's Nest podcast on the 22nd of July 2022 the Owl's Nest episode I should say so yeah, nearly a year ago that was a sponsor of ours and the email the email, the email reads Dear Chiraputty Boys Erin Mankel here. Glad to see your podcast has went from nothing to slightly less than nothing. That might not seem like much, but it is something. It was a delight to hear my wee shop being mentioned on the podcast, but I wanted to clear a few things up. Firstly, there is no requirement to consume Cullen Skink when you buy brake fluid at my shop, nor is there any need to buy brake fluid as a prerequisite for consuming Cullen Skink. Also, after extended research, I found out that the area of Cullen had plenty of places that sold Cullen Skink, but very few, none in fact, which sold brake fluid. As it was well pointed out on your show, that area can be fairly hillish, that isn't a word, so car and van brakes take one hell of a beating. This led me to starting the shop with my ESP, that should be USP, this woman's an idiot, a brief update on how things are going now. (laughs) I have added other items to my shop, bread, which is going well, puncture kits, Jennifer Lawrence Face Masks, Casio Calculator Leather Pouch and Strap Set, Tomato Soup, 1,500 VHS copies of Battleship Potemkin, Various Stray Animals, and the complete poetic works of Holly Willoughby. If you find... If yourselves and your many fans are in the area, please feel free to drop by and purchase something. Good luck with all your future endeavours. Erin Mankle of Erin Mankle's Cullen Skink Break Fluids and Puncture Kits. Well, there you go. So she clearly didn't have time to update the shop name with everything she sells. But it was great to hear from you, Erin. Thank you for the very kind invitation to buy something from your shop. Um, All right, moving on. We've got a series of photos of toilets, which we requested in the poo episode, I believe. We've got one here from Clifford in Rygate. Hi, guys. Thanks very much for the podcast. Hopefully, soon you lads get the respect you bloody well deserve. I love the frank, honest and no-nonsense approach you have to telling it like it is. In gratitude, I've attached a photo of the toilet at the Brama Lane toilets. Fucking ghastly. Love, Clifford. Well, that's fucking disgusting, Clifford. Um, Truly horrendous. Appreciate the effort. Jesus. Now, well, this is the thing. I think I mentioned it in the poo episode, but the female toilets that I deal with... they're the the messiest ones well you shouldn't be taking photos in the female toilets Clifford but that shouldn't be that colour I don't know how it got up there either you'd be amazed what gets where anyway the next one is from Candice in Gulfport Mississippi Wow, transatlantic who says hi guys I love the show it's transatlantic right does that mean across the Atlantic across the Transatlantic? Sorry. I know mid-Atlantic is something. Slave trade. I better not have invoked the slave trade. Meaning. Doo-doo-doo. Crossing the Atlantic. Concerning countries contron- on both sides of the Atlantic, typically Britain and the US. Whoo. <laughs> That was a close one. Alright. So Candice in Gulfport, Mississippi says, Hi guys, love the show. Been listening for a few months now and I'm, surpri- I'm always surprised at how varied, funny and interesting the episodes are. Thank you very much. I have a few ideas for you you might be interested in. Mm. First of all, how about you guys rate your favourite views from around the world? You could call it Tuna Boots Best Vistas. The one who wins gets a free watch or something. Hmm. Don't know about that. Another idea I had was you could record yourself sleeping and see who has the loudest snore. And if you remembered your dreams, you could tell us what was happening at the time you were making a certain noise in a recording. Excuse me. You could call it Tuna Boot Sleepy Time. Could be funny. Anyways, the toilets at C.A. Sarducci's Italian restaurant are clean as a whistle. Thanks, Candice. Oh, well, that goes to show that coming up for ideas for episodes isn't as easy it looks, is it? Well, I'll say, though. Those toilets are fucking clean. Fair play, Candice. So, keep your toilet photos coming in. Really appreciate that. Alright, next email here is from Blake in Edinburgh. Ah, my, old, my old hometown. Well, Aberdeen, I suppose, is my old hometown. Anyway, it says, Dear Tuna Booty Boy Boys... I really enjoyed your gold man episode. Thank you very much. That was a personal favourite of mine recently. Uh, I wanted to say that I have seen red and green men all over Edinburgh. Usually at roads. Haha. <laughs> Can I get a t-shirt? What the fuck was that? Is that a joke about pelican crossings? Jesus, mate. It, no, you can't get a t-shirt. Not just because we don't have merch yet. Even if we did, you couldn't. Alright, another one here from Haran and Alexis. Dear Liam, Jim and Dougal. Weird order to put us in, but okay. We have just welcomed our second child, Reese, into our lives. He really likes your podcast and was wondering if you could get a shout out from Liam or Dougal. Thanks and keep up the good work. Well, I'm not going to imitate their voices like I did last time. Um, Hiya. Hey, how's it going? That's not not bad that, actually was it, sorry <laughs> <all right>, no. <laughs> did it again. You got beautiful voices. Um yeah good well for what it's worth three I hope you're fine. Right next from Salamander the Reckless who resides in the Underworld. Mm. He says. It won't be long, boys. It will not be long at all. Expect the unexpected. Enjoy the sunshine and fresh air while you still can. It'll hit you like a train. It will grab your feet in the night. The wind has whispered your names. The earth shall be fed. A sheer from Basingstoke writes, Dear Jim, Dougal and Liam, that's better, I was wondering if you guys had any intentions on writing a Tuna Boot book. You could call it Tuna Book. and It could maybe be a collection of the stories, characters, films, etc. that you guys have created. I am an aspiring illustrator and I have sent over some mock-ups of potential artwork. Let me know what you think. Happy to submit some pieces for anything you may need. Either way, thanks for the podcast. It's got me through some tough times and it means a lot to be able to enjoy your nonsense. Thanks, lads. That's from Ishir. Well, that's lovely he's done one here of the three of us holding a tuna between us in the shape of a boot. The tuna, I mean. Not us. Well, that's really quite terrific, but I'm afraid Dougal does all the artwork, and um, bloody good at it, he is too. Lovely. I was looking at some of the eye dents for the... if that's what you call them. Uh, for, the, for the episodes. He's got a lot of creative ideas, and they all look great, so... Sorry, man. If you're a real fan, you'd know that as well, so that's tough luck. Finally... We have an email which was sent to us by mistake, if you can believe that. Um, so this, the heading for this email is The Tuna Boat Inn, a disgrace. And it has a link to a review of a restaurant in Plymouth. The email is anonymous. All it said in the body of the email was the word shame. So, okay, we better have a wee look at this. Let's give a second. I love reviews, by the way. That's one of the episode ideas I have. Is about to try to find the shittest reviews for places. All right, here we. Oh god! All not all caps actually. Then he goes in and out of caps lock like a rabbit. Um. <laughs> here, here we go. I once caught my arm. I once got my arm caught in a roll of barbed wire. I had to stand perfectly still for a few hours as I waited for a friend to come and help lift it off. Any sudden movements I made would cause me to slice my arm up. I would rather relive that experience than have to ever, ever set foot in the tuna boat inn. The salad was lukewarm, the staff were friendly, the monkfish was cooked, the decor was inviting without being pleasing. If it smelled of anyone, no one told me. Would it kill them to turn the music... The beautiful music down, the beef shark heart did not come on the menu without being asked for, and the cutlery was very snide. It was really, really cloudy that day as well. There were no spare shoelaces in the bathrooms, any of them, and the whole experience left me feeling like an assault had been overheard somewhere. This is why we see sea fish dining experience has been heralded as the bewildering of the manifest. It'll be a dark day in space before I fly around to this particular boutique again. And that was left by Disgruntled. Well, it's obviously worth worth opening a mailbag every now and then and uh, having a wee purge, isn't it? Alright, well, that's everything I (laughs) I had prepared. What a strange couple of episodes a strange thing to do to just sit here and ramble I was just I was watching before this I was just watching a guy reviewing all of the time crisis games you know from the original arcade games the rail shooters I was watching that for like nearly an hour everything's just kind of pointless isn't it just kind of futile Oh, well, we've always got music, haven't we? Are we ready? So that's one of the ones I'll we'll be playing on the 31st of December at the Grand Central Station. Or just Central Station. Grand Central Station is in New York, isn't it? Alright, well. Well, I suppose I'll do. I'll, I'll wait till 25. 25 minutes seems seems reasonable, doesn't it? For a podcast. even for this being shit on purpose this is fucking shit isn't it <laughs> alright I'm sorry I hope you enjoyed that in some kind of weird way thank thank you very much for listening and um, it is going to get better I promise alright don't fall over stay beautiful and uh, I'll see you next time bye bye